had to let that roll for a little while longer, man. Just wanted to uh, let my son uh, roll his hard work and things of that nature for our theme song uh, and things of that nature. Uh, we are here live uh, with new, uh, with two generations of inspiration. Do I have my people here with me? I'm here. They're here. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we in the building, man. Uh, it's crazy because um, it's funny. Like thirty seconds be, thirty seconds before, um, uh, thirty seconds before uh, uh, the theme song came on, the direct connect finally showed up. So uh, that's what I, that's what was going on. But at any rate, um, we are happy, man. You know, we're thankful. Uh, you know, to be here another day, um, waking up on this side, man, I'm always encouraged uh, to know that uh, I woke up and I got another chance uh, to get it right. So I'm sitting here today, um, grade A solution. So let's let's get a shout out to my wife, lovely wife. She'll be coming on at about eight o'clock, joining the call. And uh, we're missing our college son. He's at work today. Terrence, he's out. So I got my oldest with me and my uh, my daughter in love with me. Y'all hanging out with me today. What's happening, y'all? How y'all feel? What's good? I'm good. Yeah, that's all I'm talking about. Hey, listen, this, this episode is brought to you by Grade A Solutions, uh, where we have a gamut of services for you uh, from entrepreneurship, education, uh, marriage and family ministry, uh, career placement, and uh, and things of that nature. My lovely wife Angela Grayson, you can reach her uh, a Grayson m s e d m s e d at gmail dot com. And then I'm not gonna give her phone number out on the air. Uh, I let her do that. Uh, hallelujah! But I'm thankful, man, to be um, here today, and we are we're just glad to be uh, uh, hanging out with my uh, with my two oldest. Right now, so today's um, so today's episode. Uh, but before we before we do that, we're gonna do an impromptu. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? I say, what's happening? Lex, was that your what's happening, Lex? No, Lex doesn't have a good one. Oh Lord! I think I know what's happening. I say oh, what's happening. Okay, so let's 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 jump it off. We you know we we sports guys. We sports guys. So we gonna we gonna jump it off for a few minutes. We gonna talk about the NBA finals. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It jumps off tonight, uh, people. So once we once we leave this episode, of course, yeah, we, our eyes and stuff are gonna be glued towards the television. Man, I'm gonna be rooting on uh, these Golden State Warriors. Uh, my thought process for this for, for for this for this Golden State team, um, I believe uh, that they can win this in uh, five or six games. I believe they can win it in five or six games, and this is the reason why I believe that they can win it in five or six games. If you go back a couple of um, episodes ago, we had talked about um, the disrespect. Um, you know, it pretty wasn't much. It wasn't intentional. It's just, it's just how sportscasters are. Um, they are already, they are always talking about what you're doing right now, right now, um, in this moment in time. And the the, the sports uh, writers or sports analysts or what have you, uh, you know, pretty much was was uh, dogging uh, Steph and those guys out uh, because they said they couldn't beat the Rockets uh, without. Um, uh, without uh, KD involved, and and, uh, and then they couldn't, they definitely wouldn't be able to beat uh, the uh, um, who was that? They played the Trailblazers. Yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to beat the tra- Trailblazers. So, in my own opinion, I believe what uh, what happened to those guys was was that uh, they had something to prove. And I'm gonna tell you, in life, you have got to uh, find what drives you. You see what I'm saying? You got to find what drives you that's going to uh give you the edge so that you can be uh so that you can be great. Now you're talking about a team who uh a core of people who have all, who had already won a couple of championships, right? A couple of championships before KD came, 
uh, before Boogie Cousins got there, this core this core group won uh, the finals by themselves, and they did it with a whole bunch of ball movement. And these are like Kobe Bryant would say, man, these dudes are stone cold killers, and I believe they have that same mindset going into this uh, this next series, which we saw on display in the last series with uh with uh the trailblazers so i believe in five or six games they can win this possibly even sweep y'all thoughts i don't disagree with a five or six game series i i don't think they're gonna sweep them though that's that's that sounds very disrespectful to the to the man himself Kawhi leonard because that dude right there ain't going for no sweep at all. That's a bad man right there. He he's gonna at least get one game. If if the Raptors don't get one game, Kawhi gonna get one game for the Raptors. But I can see a five or six game series go. Definitely. Well yeah, and it's also a money thing, so I definitely don't think they're gonna they going to sweep them because I mean that's that's less money that they're gonna get from the views and then actual attendance at a game. That's how I feel. But I'm I said this before I think and I'm just really I really want the Raptors to win because I'm tired of seeing Golden State. They're really good. I support them, but I feel like they've they've done it. They've been in their victory mode. They've had their chance. Now let's just give somebody else a chance to feel the victory. Um, I'm tired of seeing them. They're they're good. Uh, I wish the Rockets would have would have put them out so that we could have seen the Rockets and the Raptors. Hey, I would have well, seen the Rockets too. Really? But, um, I don't I don't know. I mean, I I ain't gonna, I am tired of seeing them, but I mean, if you winning, you winning. I I ain't gonna try to. I am tired of seeing them. I just don't like I mean, they be so stacked. Like, it just ain't fair. They be having, like, they have, like, five people on their team every year that can go off for 30 points at any given moment. You know, on any given game, one out of them five people can give you 30 at any time. And in one quarter, somebody could drop 30 in one quarter and not play again for the rest of the game. Well, I, I believe that, too. That's how they for the last, like, six years. Well, well, Tim, I believe I believe that too, man. But then that's what you call uh, good management, right? Uh, you 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 that's, know you as, 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 you know as a franchise. Listen, as a franchise, you have you have different tiers of uh, uh, management or people who go out that search out talent. They go to the D League. They watching you know they scouting college games and uh, and all this type of stuff. And you know you have a you have a mind behind getting these players together so that uh, they'll gel together and they'll fit uh, the coaching style that you're looking at. So first and foremost, first, first and foremost, I want to give uh, my man Mark Jackson, okay, because the at the the original the coach that had them that brought all those cats together. The original coach was Mark Jackson, dude. Um, and then uh, I don't know if Mark had an opportunity to win a championship with them or not, but that was the man that uh, that uh, put that team together and created a culture, um, created a culture uh, for these guys that they that they stuck with even when Steve Kerr came in. And one, one you know, another thing is is that Steve Kerr fit the same mold as the Steph Curry's. He was a little guy, you know, when he played for the Bulls, when he went, went, on, went on those uh, consecutive championship runs with Jordan. Um, he was a little guy. Uh, you know, I think Steve Curry went to Arizona, uh, and uh, this dude was a shooter. But this dude, like Kobe, um, tagged these guys. This man was a stone-cold killer. And when you are um, – when, when Jordan – the greatest player in basketball history, you're on his team and he can trust you to hit a, um, a, a, a major shot coming down the stretch to put it in your hands and know that you're going to hit a jump shot. Hey dude, that's great. Um, you know, that's a stone cold killer. 
um, I was I was reading, not reading, but I was listening to a, a thirty for thirty, and uh, uh, back in the day, uh, him and Jordan actually got into a fist fight uh, in practice. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He was he was killing. He was killing. Uh, Steve Kerr was killing these fools in practice. And uh, he was talking stuff. He wasn't bagging down from Jordan. And he ended up getting in Jordan's head. And then, you know, Jordan ended up swinging on him, you know, <laughs> you know, getting yeah, I, dotting I, his I, eye. I heard that before. Yeah, man. I ended up dotting his, dotting his eye. But the kid but the kid never the kid never backed down from Jordan even after that. So 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 what did that do that built up? That built up nothing but respect and, uh, and admiration for this man who is now on the verge of creating a dynasty. Now, I hear, uh, daughter-in-law, I hear what you're saying when it, in, terms of, uh, uh, in terms of, you know, wanting somebody else, you know, wanting somebody else to win the championship and things of that nature. But these dudes, they have put the work in, the long hours, the blood, sweat, and tears, and they've gotten to an organization where now they can possibly become a dynasty. Nope, we wasn't even born when the Boston Celtics won, I think, 10, 10 years in a row or something like that. Ten, They went on a 10-year yeah. winning streak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Jordan, Jordan did it six out of seven years. Yep, Jordan and them did it six out of seven years. So uh, you, you, you know what I'm saying? So I, I have mixed feelings, you know, when it when it comes to, to that. And the reason why – this particular season, I want this group of people to win is because the uh, the media and the sports analysts dog these dudes out and say, hey, man, these cats can't do it without KD. And, man, let me tell you what, these dudes is in kill mode, just like Clay said the other day, and uh, and uh, they they are they are relentless and they are on a mission. And uh, it would not shock me. Okay, listen, it would not shock me if they beat these dudes in four games. It wouldn't shock me. I wouldn't, it wouldn't I shock wouldn't me. say I'd be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. I don't think it's going to happen, but I wouldn't be shocked if it did. I just don't think Kawhi's going for that. I mean, realistically, we know that the Raptors is not about to get more than – if they get two games, like I feel like if the Raptors get two games, then they they did more than what I expected, honestly. Because I don't sure. expect them to get more than one game, but I don't expect but, them to get swept either. Yeah, so so I I feel I feel you, daughter-in-law. I feel you on that. Um, <laughs> saying hey, you want to check somebody else out? You know, want to see somebody else win it? I, I'm kind of torn uh, because you know after a while, you know, you want to see somebody else throw up the hardwood, right? But right. it's not that yeah. it's it's not their fault. It's not their fault that they didn't put the work in. And not in the prime of their season, and can't nobody beat them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, so that's 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 what else? What else? What else is what else? What else is going on? What I else still would like to see Utah go against them. Utah would have did. I think they would have had a better chance than than uh, Portland did against with the, the Warriors with with with, with matchups. Yeah, you know, just I I don't think I don't know. I mean. I didn't think Portland was going to beat them when they when they beat Utah. I didn't think that they were going to beat uh, the Warriors at all. But I I did think that Utah could have done it. Okay. Well, um, uh, another matchup issue too, man, is um, what's that other team with uh, Jokic on? Uh, Denver, the Denver Nuggets. Hey man, look yeah, out! Man. Look out for those. Hey man, look out for those I mean, dudes, man. I mean, that's what I meant, Denver. That's what I meant. That's who I meant. That's who uh, Portland just played against Denver, ain't it? Right. Yeah, yeah that's who I meant, Denver. Not Utah, Denver. Okay. I would have rather seen Denver. Denver got uh, Gary Harris, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Gary Harris played for yep. Denver. That's who I was talking about, Denver, not Utah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Well, uh, so yeah, so Lex, once again, though. Uh, uh, daughter in love, man. You know, I, I feel you. I, I feel what you're saying, but then at the same time, I gotta give respect, you know, to these dudes' hard work, man. Because you know, they they just they they call them great players on one hand, and then on the other hand, they saying, ah, they ain't 
you know, they, they, they don't have enough to win. They absolutely need KD to win. And no disrespect against KD. With KD is there, it makes it a heck of a lot easier, you know, to win with his, uh, with, with his ability and, uh, and, and who he has become and matured into. But uh, uh, these dudes... These dudes, when they don't have him on the floor, man, it's like they go into another another mode and they turn into piranhas, man, and they smell blood in the water and they and they and they they on you, man. The defense turns up. Uh, all the role players that um, typically don't get an opportunity to play, they come in and they make great contributions um, to the game, and it just makes it a, a enjoyable uh, team effort. Uh, Portland. Um, uh, with Portland, they got a little bit more to go uh, before they get to that point. Um, they got some great pieces. They got a great, uh, 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 what you call it? They got a great uh, uh, nucleus for which to build off of with Dane, and um, I think eventually they'll have their they'll have their shot. But as long as these guys and at Golden State, they're healthy. It's going to be tough to beat these cats. Very tough. You very, agree? Very tough. Yeah. Easy. All right. All right, y'all. So um, today we're going to, uh, as we, uh, today's episode is, is going to be uh, what's on your mind. Uh, what's on your mind today, man? We're just going to be talking uh, about what's on your mind uh, today. And uh, we'll all we'll all get an opportunity to uh, say you know what's going on and what's on our mind. Uh, we're gonna have uh, my uh, my my nephew. Uh, he's gonna join in. He's gonna be a special guest on today, uh, Henry the Third. So we'll we'll get Henry uh, chimed in um, at, a, at a at a later portion of the show. Uh, mostly uh, probably when my um, when my wife, when Angie gets in and she calls in on the line. So what's on your mind? So I'm going to start off the conversation. Um, and I just want to, what's, what, what's been on my, what's been on my mind is um, we're living, we're living in a society um, where we have a lot of counterfeit stuff going on. Um, counterfeit, counterfeit. We got a lot of counterfeit stuff going on. People, people are not, who they say they are, uh, people will lead you. Uh, people will lead you to believe that they're one way, and then when um, when 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 things get tight, uh, their true colors sh- uh, their true colors come out, and um, and it's evident um, it's evident in the country we live in. Uh, you know the country the country we live in was based upon lies. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just a lot of people out there. And I want to today, today's conversation, man, I just want to uh, talk, you know, spark the conversation about, uh, about counterfeit people, man. Um, What, you know, who are counterfeit people, you know, be on the lookout for counterfeit people. Um, uh, Don't be quick. Don't be quick to move. You know what I'm saying? Uh, stand down and 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 just kind of assess your whole situation you know i'm 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 a trooper and one thing uh, one thing that they tell us to do is is that when we're out when we're out in the field and we're executing our job uh on a day-to-day basis uh is to always keep our head on the swivel well what what does that mean you got to be looking out you got to be looking out for your safety um, you got to be looking out for your safety and meaning that, um, you know, because everybody, everybody that's out here um, is not for you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, people, a lot of people are not for you. They might, they might smile in your face and act like they're for you, but secretly inside, they, there's some animosity towards you. Um, and those are the people uh, that you have to, that you have to look out and situations that you have to look out. You know, in the Bible, Solomon uh, was one of the wisest men that have ever lived. In fact, he was the wisest man, wisest man that have ever lived, and there there will be no one like him. So, uh, when I wake up on on a day to day basis, um, I am I am looking and I'm asking um, I am asking for my Creator, you know, to give me wisdom, and uh, not just just so I can live right, but I need wisdom to make. Uh, I need wisdom to make decisions. I need I need wisdom to uh, 
um, you know, uh, make the right decisions, make the right moves, uh, be able to be able to discern what uh, what people's intentions are and, uh, and and things of that nature. man. And the thing that I love about uh, what the word of the Lord says, it says that, you know, God will he won't he won't he will keep you. From in, uh, he won't keep you ignorant. He, that's what he, he he'll keep you. He won't allow you to be ignorant of Satan's devices, and um, meaning that when somebody when somebody's trying to be counterfeit, all you got to do is just sit back. Don't be in a rush. You know, don't be in a rush. See what the see what their intentions are. And the the longer you the longer you sit with someone, uh, and, and things of that nature, uh, you will eventually find out what their intentions are whether it's good or whether it's bad, you know, for you. And uh that's what I want to that's what I want to talk about. Be on the lookout. You know, be on the lookout for counterfeit people, man. Be on the lookout for counterfeit uh they they make counterfeit money, you know, so that you don't so that you don't get over on uh on the stores and things of that nature. They got this pen that will uh that 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 marks the dollars in which you uh in which you give for um uh currency. Uh, they'll mark that, and if it doesn't come up with that that gold that gold stripe that comes across that dollar, that dollar is counterfeit, and then you 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 in trouble. So um, so just like that pen is, you know, uh, spiritually, man, we gotta uh, we gotta have that same type of uh, discernment and and same type of eye uh, when it comes to uh, when it comes to our day to day day to day lives. Um, it was interesting uh, to me that I was I was scrolling on Facebook the other day, and I saw Tim. Did you see where they saw they saw uh, Nick Cannon? Nick Cannon now put off that put off his uh, documentary for Doctor Sebi. He's not going to do it now uh, in fear that he was getting death threats and and all this type of stuff. You, you, did you see that I on Facebook? Uh, oh yeah, man, on, on Instagram. Wow. It, 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 I was scrolling through Instagram the other day and um and uh, I was like wow you know so this thing with this thing with Dr. Sebi uh must be the truth it must have some integrity with it because those those are who are in power um uh and are counterfeit uh want to continue to push a counterfeit um you know a counterfeit program uh, those things that's going to uh, not heal us and 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 uh, kill us off and stuff like that. So, what do y'all think about that? Yeah, I think that's that's real life right there. That's that's what everything too. Um, like you said, it ain't just money. It ain't just people. That's just everything. Counterfeit energies, counterfeit vibes. Like everything has its its ups and its downs, um, its pros and its cons. And, it is very important to be like very cognizant of all of that, um, just for your own well being. Just you know, what I'm saying, eliminate your own stress, or eliminate stress. You know, what I'm saying unnecessary stress. I say, uh, just you know, what I'm saying you don't have to deal with stuff that you don't have to deal with. You know, what I'm saying it's preventing preventing you from having to deal with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Lex, what you think? What you think about? What you think about that conversation? Um, I, it's crazy. One, I, I got a few points. One, I just saw a video right before the podcast started of a young lady who was intoxicated, and she was walking to her apartment, and she walked in, closed the door real quick, and it was a guy that tried to come in her apartment right after. And so as soon as you said keeping your head on the swivel and talking about counterfeit people, that video came to mind because she had, somehow, I guess, the um, capture said that she had an auto lock on her door or something because it happened so fast. Like, I don't even think if I was in that situation, I would have been able to lock the door that fast. Um, so whatever type of security lock she had on her door was awesome. But he was literally going to try to get into her apartment as soon as she turned that corner and did not. She never saw him coming. It, it was all on video. Um, and that's how I feel like almost every day. I felt myself getting real comfortable in my neighborhood and, you know, just driving and not kind of being on my P's and Q's. And then 
some crime happened near, and that really reminded me, like, it can happen anywhere. So you always have to be aware of your surroundings, especially as a woman. Um, I feel like a lot of people think that we are weak and we can be taken advantage of. And so um, I, I, I always have my head. I'm always turning my head when I leave out of anywhere. I'm going to be looking multiple times all the way until I get into my car and unlock my door. And I always stress to my husband about leaving our um, or even getting a motion light outside our house just so that when I walk up, it'll, it'll notice me, the light will come on, I'll be able to see my surroundings a little better. So um, I definitely think that's a good point, especially for us women. Women always, always, always have to have your head on the swivel, especially when you're by yourself um, in an unknown area or in a known area. And I think a lot of people get comfortable and they stop being worried about their surroundings, and that's where we go wrong. You can't get so comfortable where nothing has never happened to you that you believe that it can't happen. And so I think that was a really, really good key point um, that this whole conversation that you started um, will keep me reminded of just being aware and, you know, never being able to trust your surroundings, especially when you don't know them. Um, In terms of counterfeit people, I do think that um, they have a slight benefit in my eyes. I always try to find something positive. But I feel like counterfeit people keep you on your toes. And I feel like Mm. once you get hurt or harmed by somebody that's close to you or somebody that did not live up to that expectation that they um, made you believe they would, once you hit Mm. that point and once you're scarred, you you have a different mindset. Like it it would definitely change your mindset. And so I feel like sometimes God puts us in those situations just so that we can learn that lesson. And even if it's not just a lesson for you, I mean, me and my husband talk about everything. So it could be, he could be using my husband in order for me to get that lesson, or, you know, he could be using somebody around you in order for you to get that lesson. So counterfeit people aren't, that you know they're everywhere, so they aren't. I don't look at them as that bad. You have to keep your uh your radar open and aware, but you also it's always a lesson in everything. And um, me and my husband have really been talking about that lately, about just trying to find the lesson of why stuff happens. Because I do believe that everything happens for a reason, and so trying to find that lesson, trying to find the thin line, the the brighter side of things. Um, and I, I feel like once when we were talking about counterfeit people, that's that's immediately what I thought about. It's always a lesson. So you, you can get burned once or twice, but after those couple times, you're going to learn that lesson. You're going to have your um, head on the swivel at all times, yeah. and you're going to be able to yeah. move on and become greater yeah. from that. So that's those, awesome. this, this not, I, I think this was a great topic. This was like, this, this was perfect. I, yeah. It had me, yeah, it had so- my my thoughts rolling. Yeah, that's good, man. And and I'm going to tell you this too, y'all, man. I want to I really want to encourage you all, man, as you all are uh as you all uh start, you know, your marriage and things of that nature, y'all going to be celebrating 1 year in about a few more days. Amen. All right. Let's yes, give it up for them for 1 year coming up. Yeah, man, that's what I'm talking about. Um, but it. check this out though, man. Hey, hey, listen, but at, even in your own business adventures, um, in, in your business adventures, man, keep your head on the swivel um, for counterfeit things, things that will mm-hmm. uh, things that will call you cause you to uh, make poor decisions, things that will cause you to it, it, on one end, it, it, it might seem good. But then um, if you take a look at it and you really you really d- uh, dig deep into it, you realize that, oh, no, this is this is really not good for me. And then oftentimes. Right. Um, uh, you, you know what I'm saying? And then oftentimes take the emotion, take the emotion out of decisions and then look at and, and look at real data and look at, you know, and, and look at the things that will uh, that's going to benefit you um, in the long run, keeping your head on the swivel, man. So, um, right. you know, yeah. with that, with, 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 with that being said, man, you know, that was on my mind. That was the thing that was on my mind. Um uh, we go to uh, we'll go to we'll go to little Tim or we can go to Lexi. It doesn't make a difference which one of you are. What's on what, what's on your mind? You ready, uh, Ray, or you want me to? Actually, I was gonna say if you want to go first, you can. Okay, um, go I'll go. 
My um, biggest thing that has been on my mind lately is generational wealth. And um, I've really been thinking about it heavy because uh, (laughs) I do want to get out of working and I want to be able to be my own boss and stuff. And so I think that um, in my culture, I want to see a lot more of especially starting with my generation because we're I, I don't know, we have we have a different mindset. Like we're go getters and we all want to be our own bosses and entrepreneurs and everything like that. So that's great. But I also want us to think at or think about the bigger picture. Think about um our offsprings that are not here yet. Think about our grandchildren and how we can provide for them. Um, Beyonce said in one song, I can't I don't it's not gonna be exact quotes. But she basically was saying that her grandchildren are already set, and her kids are small My right now. Grandchildren are already rich. A lot yeah, of brown children on your Forbes list. Yeah, she's she's already speaking that her grandchildren are gonna be rich and be able to be on the Forbes list. Like that's generational wealth that we we have to in our culture have to start thinking about when we're sure. um, thinking about these businesses. You know, I know a lot of times our parents stress college and uh, all of that, and you grant you gain great knowledge from that. But also having a, a backup plan or knowing that college is not the only way. Um, starting a family business um, where your children are able to take over or come in. I was talking with one young lady at her. Um, grandfather started a funeral home almost 80-something years ago. And as soon as she graduated high school, she was almost making six figures. Wow. Just just coming straight out of high school, just taking over her grandfather's funeral home business. And so um, I just want us to, I just want us to tap into that. I feel like a lot of other cultures and other people are tapping into that generational wealth aspect of life. And I want us to tap into that. I want my kids to have a choice to either go to college or if I still want to go to college, and then once I'm done with college, I can take over mom and dad's business, not even take it over. We can multiply the business. We can go to different states. Um, so that's really what I've been think, thinking about lately. What do you all think about that? Oh, man. Um Daughter, you 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 right on my page, man. Um, I, I've been speaking every day. I wake up and and uh, I say I, I profess that I'm a millionaire. Um, I profess yeah. that I'm a millionaire. I profess that I'm a millionaire. Um, and I'm gonna be able to see that those millions tangibly before before I leave out of here. And it's not gonna be because not gonna be because we got a settlement. It's not gonna be because somebody got hurt. It's not gonna be because somebody right. died. I'm 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 a millionaire because God said that uh I believe that God said I am a millionaire. Um I told my mom that so before while she was on her deathbed in 1997, okay? I told her that uh, uh well I'm sorry 98. Well I told her that. I said, "Mama, I said before before I get out of here, I said, "Lord, mama, I'm going to be a millionaire." And I I made that promise to my mother that I was going to be a millionaire. So 20 years ago, I've been speaking that. So I know that God deals with me and stuff that stuff doesn't manifest right away for me. But over time, it manifests. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're in a um, we, we, we live in a microwave society. And um, in this microwave society, we believe that we, you know, we're supposed to microwave it and then it's done in two minutes. So I realized that. You know, over time, it's it's it's, uh, uh, it's going to come to me over time. Like the money got legs on it, and it's running to me now. And I'm just waiting on yeah. the manifestation. I'm just waiting on the manifestation come uh, from it. Um, in that now, listen, my wife, uh, my wife Angie Grayson, y'all. She uh, she that's so that's my little take on it. Um, I, I believe that uh, Lex, um, your 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 children's children is gonna be wealthy. So we got to be thinking yeah. about y'all. We got to be thinking about y'all and then y'all's children, right? And then yeah. y'all, then mm-hmm. they children. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Generational blessings. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what's, that's what's happening with that, man. My wife got off Zumba now, so she's, she didn't click in, so she's listening. And then I think I got my, um, I got my nephew in, uh, in here too. So, uh, right now I'm going to, um, go to Timmy, but I'm going to unmute, um, my wife and then I'm going to unmute my, um, my nephew, uh, my nephew Henry, 
but y'all put y'all phones on mute so y'all can uh we'll we'll have y'all come on we'll have y'all come on in here in a little bit. Go on here, Tim. What's on your mind? Um, so yeah, just to just to jump from what Lex was saying, I think that's very important. Gener- generational wealth. Um, I wish it was something that was taught in school more on like um allocating your funds in a productive way so that you can achieve generational wealth. Um, not yeah. only that, but it's something else that I had brought up before um, about generational wealth and just uh, that being something that we as black people kind of lack or we, we tend to fall on. Um, and I think this, I think it's a mindset thing too. I think that, um, for example, a, a person who gets a home inherited um, from a from his family or, like, if he got a, a large lump sum of money inherited from a family member who passed or something like that, um, and and use that money or use that home to, to build success is looked at as spoon-fed um, compared to somebody who got it, quote, out the mud. Um, and I think right. that type of mindset is something that affects um, generational wealth in, in the black community because, it kind of deters people from like taking taking blessings. I remember one time I was I was talking to you, Dad. I was talk, we were talking about um, something somebody giving me a loan or something. And I was like, man, I ain't taking no handouts. And you was like, man, you better recognize your blessings. If, if somebody if you get the opportunity to take that, that's a blessing. Um, but the mindset that I have from like not trying to you know take no handouts or like just that that stigma of getting that, getting stuff out the mud. I think we, we as a culture, we glorify the struggle too much, uh, which kind of prevents us from achieving that generational wealth because we are so into embodying a struggle um, in order to, like, to, like, I don't want to say solidify, but just to, to prove our, to prove how, how down we is, you know what I'm saying? We down with the struggle, mm-hmm. so we don't we don't take the help, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think that is important. I think it's, I, I, like I said, I wish it was taught more in school, um, for you know to teach and and for kids to learn how to invest and learn what it means yeah. to invest and stuff I like tell, that, um, as opposed to just seeing people with a lot of money. You know what I mean? It's it's something that. It's it's become so common now where you got people taking pictures with stacks of money everywhere you go now. So it's like it's making mm-hmm. people impatient. It's, it's people are losing the the true values of what it takes to be right. successful and, yeah. and to achieve true generational wealth. People just want to be temporarily right. like successful yep. and be able to you know like I said take their pictures mm-hmm. with their money and stuff like that, um, which then causes some people to like make bad decisions to get their money. Get yep. get illegal with it, and you know what I'm saying. That's yep. just not how you you truthfully like obtain generational wealth. That's not something that's, that's right. really substantial. You know what I'm saying. You falling into stuff that's uh, that's not substantial. That's right. Substantial methods of achieving that wealth. Um, that's right. But was on what was on my mind uh, was actually uh, it goes along with that was was kind of side hustles. Um, that's what I've been thinking about lately. Side hustles, and I. I Came up with a couple of them, so I'm gonna share them real quick, and then we, you know, we can move on. But um, I, I've really been thinking about side hustles, doing stuff outside of your your main job, so that you know, what I'm saying you're not solely dependent on one source of income. Um, because mm-hmm. if you get cut, then you don't really have no avenue to travel. You know, what I'm saying to to continue paying your bills and keeping food on your on your table and stuff like that. So. Side hustles is something that I've really been um, thinking about lately, and that's been on my mind. And one of those uh, is is stocks. If you if you got a little bit of money, um, you don't have to start off with a lot of money. You start off with a little bit of money. You got a little bit of money. You can go in and start trading stocks. Um, it takes a little bit to understand the stock system, the stock market system, um, but it's not hard. It's not like too difficult. Where you know, what I'm saying you know, if you give it a good like two to three, like, consecutive real, you know, days of, of learning, you can you can get started within a week and you can start making a little side money with stocks, trading, doing day trading or swing trading. Um, you can do that also with cryptocurrency, trading them cryptocurrencies. I haven't, I haven't dove into no cryptocurrencies. Um, they, Bitcoin is, is, is taking a little loss right now. Uh, so 
So I, I just haven't been messing with it. It's been, it's been traveling down for a long time. Um, so I'm kind of just waiting on that bounce to hit back again. But that's another way you can, you know, you trading it right, you can still make money off Bitcoin, off cryptocurrency. Um, I mean, if you got dogs, if you got a female dog, hey, get you some pups. Get her some puppies. Is she not fixed? Hey, gotta get that's right. I'm going to tell you, man, I'm going to tell you, I got a buddy named Damian Miller. Damian Miller made a lot of money breeding, breeding Rottweilers. Breeding dogs. You get you, breeding you got dogs, you a man. full bred pup or a dog. Yep. If yep. it's a female, go ahead, puppy, puppy that up, man. Or even yep. if you got a male, you know what I'm saying, you can try to find people that do have the female. Yep. Um, because people pay a lot of money for these purebred dogs. That's uh, right. Believe it or not, I know that people may be used to, you know what I'm saying, buying pit bulls for $350, and that might be a lot to certain people. Because to me, I mean, buying a dog for 350 was a lot to me before. Um, but then I've seen how much people actually pay for these uh, breeds of dogs. Like, like I got boxers. Um, people pay a lot of money for boxers. Like you said, oh, yeah. Damien had them Rottweilers. People pay a yep. lot of money for Rottweilers. That's right. Um, all, you know, if, if, if you got a dog, if you got a female dog, puppies is a is definitely a good side hustle. Um, sure. That you can that you can go ahead and dive into, and then uh, one another one is real estate, um, and that's kind of like a that's kind of like a primary go to. Um, but it's it's not to say that you have to put in a lot of money. You don't have to have a lot of money to to find success in real estate. Um, mm-hmm. You can you can flip contracts, um, which is called wholesaling. You can get into wholesaling, and um, that's a that's a very lucrative market as well. Um, sure. You're not going to be seeing returns in like the you know twenties and thirty thousands probably, um, unless you're getting into actually flipping and things like that. But if you if you get into wholesaling, it's not a it's not a difficult game to uh, to learn as far as learning the terminology and um, legal stuff like that, it's not very difficult. It's going to take a little bit of time, and you got to just kind of do your due diligence, but that's for everything um, that you do, and including the dogs. You know, you got to know what's up with some dogs, and you got to take care of them dogs too. So That's right. Like everything else, real estate comes with it. you got to do your due diligence. Um, and you can that's – a, that's a nice little margin for a side hustle if you don't have the time to actually – uh, be flipping houses, or if you don't have it to buy houses and rent them out, um, flipping the contracts, doing wholesaling is a, is a decent side hustle uh, that you can that you can add on to your portfolio while you're working. You know, you bringing in all these incomes, and before you know it, you know you got hey, to a, you got to a nice little bag. That's good, man. Um, that's good, man. And I, and I, and, 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 and my thought process, you know, from, from raising you all, man, is that, you know, you guys will have, um, a, a hustler's mentality. Nobody, nobody has a more hustle mentality than, uh, the woman that I'm married to. Um, and that's Angela D. Grayson. Um, baby, you on, you on the line right now. I'm here. I'm here. So what's your so what's your thoughts? So basically, I was talking about yeah, counterfeit people, and then uh, uh, daughter-in-law started talking about generational wealth, and then then your son spoke about uh, you know getting the side hustles on and things of that nature. Uh, so what's your what's 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 on your mind? And I got and I got my nephew on here too with us, man. Yeah, um, let's let him the, go uh, ahead. We got Henry Third in the place to be. Third. <laughs> <laughs> well, Henry Third, we're going to give you a couple of minutes What's on we're your give mind? You a couple of minutes, baby What's on your mind, baby? Is he on? Yeah, his number oh, no. his, his number 901-949-2539, right? Oh, uh-huh. he just put his number out on air Oh, air, yes he did Yes, he, he put his he number did out on if air If he got collectors Well, okay, I'll go ahead <laughs> So what's on my mind? Well, and so, you know, we're talking about money. We're talking about a lot of things. And, you know, you put me on blast that I was in Zumba, you know. Um, so this is what's on my mind. I 
am. That ain't even I no think, bad thing. I know, but he said it like I was supposed to, you know, like I was, you know. But that's how you took it. I think that I am going through the midlife crisis, y'all. <laughs> and so Uh-oh. this midlife crisis has me looking, as you all say, at um, my finances, what I'm passing down to my children, because I like to be so much more of a help to um, my my son and my daughter, you know, and, you know, my, my children getting ready for Travis, because we'll be empty nesters in three years, America. Ooh, can I get all my shot touch? I know, and so my thing is that as I have turned 20, 28, um, yes, as I have turned 28 in May, um, I, I feel like I'm going through my, my midlife crisis and I'm trying to. You know, trying. You know, I looked. I went to a couple of classes to work out, and I looked in the mirror. You know, the curves I used to have, I don't have no more. And um, you know, the 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 arms look like they sagging a little bit. And I was like, who is this lady? Like all of a sudden, I became my mother. And it's not like my mother is like treacherous or anything, but my my. When I say my mother, that represented someone older to me. And I do want to embrace getting older. Don't get me wrong. But somehow getting older just came overnight, and I'm older. <laughs> so my thought process was that I was going to grow old gracefully. Um, and so um, I don't like how I am aging right now. So I need to get a grip. And I've been doing it in a process. Like I got my teeth done. So I wore my braces for 18 months. And then um, I got my lock. Uh, I started doing things. I started acting. And I got my first for real check, y'all. Yeah. Shout out for that. It was a nice check. Yes, it was a blessed check. God is good. Yeah, man. But um, what I noticed, like I started watching television real heavy, you know, for people my age because, um, you know, the talent agent was like, well, um, we're going to cast you for over 40. And in my head, I was like, I'm 28. <laughs> Who's over 40? And so <laughs> it was like, oh, I get the... <laughs> older lady, the mama rose, okay. You know, because in my head, I was still the sassy. You're going uh, to be Loretta Devine. Loretta Devine, I always get the mama rose. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with the mama rose. Hey, she making money at the end of the day. Your ladder, shall be, your ladder shall be greater than the point. I like Viola. Viola, she's my inspiration. Uh, Viola yeah. Davis and of Alicia course Rashad, Angela Bassett. Is, she's gonna be somebody. Oh mama. yeah, she always, she's fine. She always gonna be fine. Yeah, and so you know, it's just like I think middle age hit me like before I really realized it because in my head yesterday I was twenty eight and then today I'm forty eight like overnight and I was like, when this happened? And so mm-hmm. I. Um, and so the Zumba class is a part of me trying to get it together because I, I had, I did like the circuit and he was getting ready to kill me. Um, I had done some weightlifting and trying to work out on my own. I work out at a place with the gym and never go in. Um, so I was like, this life has just hit me out of the blue. And so I don't know if there are some 40 somethings listening out there, but how has middle age life like hit you? Um, in my mind, you know, I'm gonna be transparent. So in my mind I would have had a bigger account, you know, um you know, just I don't know if it would have turned out a little better had I really wrote down a plan. 
because I don't think that we've really written a plan. Now, I've done everything that I have wanted to do. I have opened up a business, ran a successful business. But 10 years later, not much to show for the business. And it's actually it's exactly 10 years later. So, you know, it, I've learned and I've gained a whole lot of experience, but I need um, substantial still here stuff, like some stocks, some good retirement, some, um, you know, a healthy body, um, you know, just things that I need to get in check. So I have been on a big mission to get it together. So that's what's on my mind is getting it together, seeking some advice, some encouragement from my kids, my husband, the listeners, you know, um, because I think midlife crisis is real, and uh, people don't realize that it is. But, like, all of a sudden you realize that your body is not that same body. I used to, I was so close to becoming a workout instructor. That's how fit I was after having Timmy Jr. So this, you know, I, I look in the mirror and I'm like, girl, when did well, this you, well, well, sister, you had two more after him, okay? <laughs> you I had did, two more I after him. You you had you had two more after him that was like in your belly almost bigger than your whole body. <laughs> two more <laughs> two more kids. Ooh, you, you know you you got to give yourself. You can't you can't be so hard. You can't be so hard on yourself, man. You know you had you had two more children. And God allowed you to have two more children. Um, you know yeah, nine eight eight nine yeah nine and eight pounds, man. After. After you know, little Tim was born. So you know, yeah, it is. I mean, it is what it is. So uh, my my your husband will tell you um, you need to change your perspective. I was telling you the other day. I was telling you the other day. You know, the law of attraction is real. Okay, and the more you focus on the problem, the more problems you're gonna have. So you got to focus on where you're trying to be and keep your focus there. Okay. Stop looking in the mirror and start saying that this is this is this is my body. You got some you got some affirmations and stuff on your on your uh on your on your um on your mirror in your bathroom. You got some affirmations in the wall. Do you really do you really believe that? You're a prophetess. Speak what you want into existence. You know what I'm saying? I have a healthy body. You need to be saying that every single day, honey. I got a healthy body. I'm rich. I'm a millionaire. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You need to be saying this stuff every day. You need to speak what you want into existence. Stop looking at the problem and start speaking, start speaking the answer into existence. Now, the, the problem is, is that we as individuals, we start speaking stuff, but then we don't put the faith without works is dead. So now it's the work part and you got to work and it's uncomfortable. And we as people, uh, especially black people, we don't want to put in the work to get to to get the results that we're looking for. Okay, uh, did you take over my what's on my mind? I'm sorry. I think you gave control over. You, uh, you, I, I, you is not. Why you be trying to do us like that? Like we should be taking the mic from you. He took over by my 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 what's on my mind. You know, you opened up the door. I was trying to let him get it out, but it just kept on going. Look. You 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 took you you allowed no, you, you, you said you said what you said you opened up the door for that. Let me okay. look on here now. Is my nephew is my nephew on? Henry the third, he are you here? And uh, we gonna fight Henry the third phone number. Let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna check one more number. I'm gonna check one more number. Hello, is this my nephew Henry the third? It, it, this is Henry the Third. He is right there. Oh, okay, I've been waiting on y'all. Y'all just been talking and talking. Listen, I got a few minutes. I want to share this with all the listeners right now. What's on my? What's in my spirit? I only got about a few minutes, but I want to leave you all with Proverbs chapter three, verse five. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, 
and lean, lean not, not to what you know. Are y'all with me? Come on. But in all of your ways, submit to him, and he will direct or he'll make your path straight. Many of us are trusting in the wrong things. Many of us are trusting in the wrong people. Some of us are putting all of our trust, amen, in jobs, in money, in our spouses, in relationships, business, or romantic. But God is saying in this hour, I need you to come out of the familiar out of the familiar and get into the unfamiliar. Faith, I heard uh, my uncle say that faith without works is dead. But what is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. As long as I'm seeing it, I'm not walking in faith. But as long as my eyes are closed and my hand is on God's back and I'm following him, I'm trusting in him. God wants to do some things. Every listener, under the sound of my voice, God wants to do something in each one of your lives. But he needs you to completely, 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 completely trust him. You have to trust him in every area. You have to trust him in your finances. We're, we're, going, we're, we're saying, God, we thank you. We're praising you. We're jumping up and down and speaking in tongues. But we're stingy with our money. And we're wondering yeah. why. Yes, God will bless you. He will bless you with uh, 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 things within this world, in this, in, in, in this system, in this worldly system. But you're going to receive the greater. You're going to receive the, the overwhelming, the unfathomable riches of God once we begin to be obedient even in our finances. So I'm going to leave it yeah. to you all. Trust in him. I'm through. Yeah. Yeah. Good to have you on, nephew. You know what? Um, I had another. I had another number up there, but it wasn't your number. You had been here for a while. You came in. Uh, you had came in right before. Uh, uh, no, I don't know how long you've been on here. <laughs> I actually came in. I was getting out. I was. I was. I was. You know. I, I, I was texting. I was texting my TT. I said, "Look, I said unmute nine zero one two eight eight. Come on, somebody." <laughs> Uh, hey. <laughs> well, Amen. You, but this is for you, you TT. TT, this you is for did. you. Give a shout out to Kilo Low and Kilo Low. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say hey to Kilo Low. Kilo Low, what's up, Kilo Low? <laughs> <laughs> you go listen this is another thing for you after this don't you go rogue and you know what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> we got a minute we got about a minute left y'all on the show we got a minute left about a uh, minute left on the show uh once again this this show is brought to you by great a solutions where we have a gamut of things uh uh for for you uh at uh, great a solutions teaching uh, and, and I want to, yes, can I, can I throw a shout out too? Hurry up, 42 seconds. Okay, we are doing a pink party this Saturday from 11 to 2 um, with the Worthy Empowerment Tour that I'm a part of. And so I want to invite the listeners to come on out. If you want some information, come on over to my Facebook page. Angela Grayson is also on Grade A Solutions. So come on out. Support the Worthy Empowerment Tour party, paint, paint party, and come on, get your paint on. Okay, once again, uh, join us next week. Um, next week, we'll have my son Terrence on, and we're going to be talking about the uh, social media. We're going to talk about that, and that's going to be a very interesting conversation. So join us next week. Uh, have a good week this week, man, the remainder of your week. Have a strong weekend. And we love you, man. Two generations of inspiration, and we are out. Everybody say, say hello and goodbye. Get the money. Yeah. Hello and goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We love you guys. Kilolo. <laughs> he said Kilolo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, sir. Bang it. Chick. 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 Chick.
Chicka. 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 Generation to inspiration. Generation to inspiration. 